Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Hey, welcome to another CI for Life podcast. I'm Rick Hyland. Excited to be with you today talking about one of my favorite topics lately is how to avoid a whole bunch of wasted time and money on your B2B startups. So I'm going to dispel a few myths. There's a lot of time and money wasted. There's so many voices out there saying you need to grow your Instagram account. You need to grow your TikTok account. You need to do a manipulative close. You need to have a funnel. You need to, well, I'm going to tell you through both lessons learned positively and negatively over the last three and a half years to a business that scaled to six figures, uh, how to do it. Uh, this is for B2B sales. So B2C people, you can stop listening anytime. This is B2B. So keep that in mind because I might share some controversial ideas and hope to avoid those B2B, those people selling B2B startups from wasting a ton of time and money. Um, awareness is good but it's not conversion. That'll be one of the themes that you'll see in my recommendations here on what tools and approaches to take in order to get conversion. So yes, awareness is okay. I have a social media of over 30,000 followers on all, all, counting all the platforms. I have a podcast that you're listening to right now that's in the top 2%, two and a half percent, sorry, of all podcasts worldwide. So I love awareness, but those are just awareness tools and long-term benefit for conversion perhaps, but they're important, but not urgent. So I'm going to share with you exactly the tools and approaches to take on a B2B startup. Okay. And so I've got it in three columns here, which you must have, what's nice to have and what's not needed. <laughs> and I would love some feedback if you've had different experiences than mine and my clients in these key learnings. So let me start with the uh, not needed list. Um, social media boosts other than LinkedIn for B2B sales, they're just awareness. It's not going to give you conversion. Everybody's working hard on paid Facebook ads for B2B sales. Unless you're in a corner of the niche that's really served by Facebook, for example, maybe older generation, um, sales, emergency alarm, you know, whatever. But nine times out of 10, you do not need any boosts. You do not need immediately any social media following in order to sell B2B. Bottom line, they'll get lots of ads to record to build your growth on Instagram. And that's nice, but not nice to have, not a must have. Uh, funnels, they're neat. They can convert on low ticket items really well. Uh, they can perhaps even set up money uh, meetings for you. But funnels in general, uh, I'm going to share a specific type that I do like on LinkedIn. But as far as funnels in general, not necessary for B2B sales. Facebook paid ads, like I say, unless your customer, ideal customer is directly on Facebook. Um, but then it, it's an individual and not necessarily the business. So for B2B sales, it's not Facebook paid ads. And you can blow a lot of money on Facebook ads. 50 bucks a day is what you'll be recommended from the Facebook people. And that'll be almost a complete waste other than awareness, but low conversion. What's really working these days for B2B sales is a one-on-one -on -one approach, whether that's on direct messaging. And yeah, it's not for everybody. Not everybody wants to sign up. 
But the one-on-one approach is a higher conversion event, way higher conversion event than a general broadcast advertising and media. Um, And then general podcasts on business. Uh, It's not for B2B sales. I've got one. You're listening to it. Uh, Maybe a small percentage of you listening have actually bought any of my products and or services. Uh, But it's good awareness. And perhaps one day. But it's not necessary to start. Unless, of course, you've got a really niche podcast that's serving your exact ideal customer. Does that make sense? So, for example, I have a client that's crushing it right now in Ogden. Um, We are the Institute. Look them up. Fantastic group, the Bullards. And um, they're crushing it with their podcast, which is one of the recommendations, by the way, when I get to that column. Um, but, you know, they found a podcast that's directly in their aftermarket auto sales niche. That's the niche they serve. And in that case, that could be a, a, a really um, must have for your lead gen and your conversion events. OK, but general podcast, even business podcasts like mine, not a great conversion, great on awareness, great long term, maybe converting people, you know, the the message seven times. But in B2B sales, I want first and second touch sales, not seven time sales. So those are not necessarily, I might've put them in nice to have, but if you have a high converting in your your ideal client podcast, then go for it. Um, let me move backwards. Nice to have, building the drama for what you must have to, to get sales rolling for B2B sales. Um, nice to have is our website. You don't necessarily need one on B2B sales. <laughs> I know you spent a lot of money on it or perhaps, but if you're bootstrapping and you're starting something up, it's not one of the first 10 things you should do. You can still have credibility and expertise and all that kind of good stuff without a website. You can still convert a ton of sales without a website. Uh, Another nice to have is just LinkedIn posts in general. I, I prefer a DM method. I know some people say it's too spammy, but it does convert. Um, HubSpot or an email automator. Those are nice to have, not necessary. If you're getting to scale and you've got, you know, 200 leads coming in a, a, a month, uh, yeah, absolutely get an email aggregator automator to send out these warm up messages that are necessary. But you can also just send them manually. If you're dealing with five new leads a week, it's easy to send manual uh, warm up uh, campaigns uh, to them of your videos and your content. Um, and then uh, a teachable or course content, people say, oh, I want to put a course up. Yeah, if you've got a really niche course that's in high demand in your specific niche, absolutely. But if you're general business or just sales and business, I wouldn't recommend it until you're big and your name's big. It's, it's a nice to have. It's not a must have. I know everybody thinks, oh, it'll just be money. I can convert 50 bucks, 100 bucks every time everybody watch a course. But you have to have a name and a reputation, et cetera, et cetera, uh, for this to work. So that's why I have it in the nice to have. Uh, although I do have courses up, um, but it's a nice to have. Must haves. When you're starting up B2B sales, must haves, what are they? First of all, maybe not the most strategic, but just as important, a good Calendly link or some other calendar software. Calendar.com is also a nice one. My neighbor owns, does a really nice job, John Rampton. Um, but get a calendar link. Uh, it'd be huge to help you keep organized so you're not chasing your tail and not doing admin stuff all the time. Zoom, great product. Um, you can use others, absolutely. 
love the record feature, love all the other features on it. Super easy to run, even a non-techie like me. You got to have Zoom in order to have some of these lead calls that we want. It's kind of, you can do face-to-face -face in your local, but most of us are trying to expand outside of our neighborhood and outside of our city in a region. So you need Zoom and it's a terrific tool. You can record everything. You can um, send it to people. Um, it's a terrific tool. You can have webcasts on it, webinars, masterclasses, et cetera. Um, Vimeo, big fan of Vimeo. Yeah, you could put it on. Uh, if you've got a big following already on uh, YouTube, do it there. If you don't, you don't need to set up a YouTube. You do it on Vimeo. The cool thing about Vimeo is uh, there is a free uh, platform, but once you get enough volume or size on there, enough videos, they start charging you, which is it's pretty reasonable charge. But the cool thing about Vimeo is you can send a video of any size. Ever notice when you're trying to post on LinkedIn or Facebook, there's size limitations? Well, if you have it on Vimeo, Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O, and put it on um, a website or on your social media or wherever or email, it's if it's on a link through Vimeo, it's um, easy to transfer. No size restrictions, no problem. You don't have to go through any of the Dropbox um, or shrinking. Um, the other downside to YouTube is that you can change this setting, but often you'll see YouTube videos, you'll watch yours and it'll go into the next one. That's not, you don't want them watching some random video. Of course, you can change the settings on that. But the other nice thing about Vimeo is you can, it's one of my leading, leading, leading indicators. I can track how many times people watch my introduction to my company video, my success story videos, et cetera, et cetera. And so you can see the, that's a nice leading indicator. I, For example, today I had 10 people watch my 12-minute introductory vi uh, video about my sales accelerator process. So it's a nice leading indicator. I can say, okay, people are watching. I should be able to get some meetings and some conversions. Um, and we use those videos are so critical in your warm-up campaign. In order to convert to a meeting, you need more than just, hey, do you want to meet with me? Not you need a great message. We have some criteria, eight, eight success factors for a great message that we work with our clients on. Uh, you need a great message, but you also need to warm them up either when they've signed up for a, a meeting with you or to try to get them set up. There's a series of videos I recommend and some short form letters. And that's absolutely necessary to get them so that when they're on the call with you, they've already watched your video, they've watched the success story, they're already up to speed you don't have to start from ground zero. You can have a meaningful discussion about their business and whether you can help uh, all through this um, uh, having good video. And, and again, you don't have to have it professionally done. You can, like some of uh, um, Landon, by the way, and Connor DeLynn's stuff on uh, the studio, look it up, studio in Lehigh, Utah, amazing content. And then they figured out how to automate it and you know, just this fantastic service, this opt and studio. Uh, you might want to look that up, but um, very important to have uh, quality videos. It doesn't always have to be. They it, The more quality, if you can get a good rate like uh, Landon and the group do, the better. Um, and then finally, uh, I want you on Eventbrite. And there's a free option there. You can charge or not charge, but B2B sales webinars are working right now. And there's a way in 14 days where you can get a closed deal. Uh, the first week in promoting it right, and the second week in doing it, the follow-up that's done right, uh, and the meeting signed up, and then uh, at least a deal of webinar is my experience with myself and clients, and they're cheap, and they're you hardly have to spend anything to promote them. 
to get 20, 30, 40 people on a webinar if your webinar has value. So that's why I recommend Eventbrite. It's a really super planning tool, simple. Even I can use it to set up a webinar, to collect the money, to send the reminders, to send the links. It's connected to Zoom. Fantastic. So you can tell I'm a webinar fan. That's one of the high converting events for B2B. So I'm giving you the toolkit and the ideas on how to do that well. I do have a specific 14-day um, methodology that I do teach my group here. And the last one, and it's a high converting event, a one-on-one -on -one approach on LinkedIn. You can have it automated. You can have it. And some people call you spammy, but connect, tell them what you're about, find out if they have needs. Even if you get 10% of those people converting to a book call, you're laughing. You got four leads coming in a week. What would you, what would it feel like instead of hoping that your social media or your website pulls, what would it feel like to have four Calendly or calendar invites a week uh, from your one-on-one -on -one reach out and, or, or your webinar reach out, um, literally booking to you. That doesn't happen on social media, does it, for B2B sales? So what I've given you is the tools and some ideas on how to get high converting events for B2B sales. That's the must-haves. And again, just a caution to entrepreneurs. So many people I run in, I got to get my software perfect. I got to get my website perfect. I got to get my salespeople hired. I got to get my product. I got to get my warranty. I got to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. But get your customer acquisition strategy with high converting events, uh, high converting uh, lead generation activities, at least two working for you. So you don't have to be the entrepreneur saying, oh, my clients love me, referrals work, but I'm still a small business. You want to scale, you have to get outside. And in addition to, don't get me wrong, referrals are the highest converting events. And I love referrals, love. But you need more probably if you've got aspirations to scale and grow at a significant transformational rate. And so you need some of these tools, lead gen ideas that are one-on-one, -on -one high converting for B2B sales. And that's what I've given as the must-haves. Hope that's useful. Maybe some things controversial. Certainly, I'll have some people argue with me that sell some of these products or methods that I didn't approach. But again, I'm talking B2B. I'm not talking B2C. And I'm talking big, high-ticket offers. This is what you must have and that is nice to have. So hopefully, it helps you as an entrepreneur in a startup phase. Forward this to all your startup friends. Help them not waste a lot of time and money. Hey, that's Rick Highland, CI for Life. Talk to you next time. Cheers. Bye.